Welcome today to Kingdom Concepts. Great to have you with us, amen, on this beautiful day. Looking forward to the time that we're going to be sharing these next couple of episodes. We're going to be talking about the free will, amen, the power to decide, the power to choose. This is going to be a really, really great um season of these episodes. And so we're so glad that you're with us. If you haven't already, grab your Bible, grab a notepad, amen. You're going to want to be able to take some notes. You can come back to this. If you haven't already, amen, we'd love for you to subscribe to this channel. So that way, every Monday when we're dropping new episodes, you'll be one of the first people to get it, amen. That way you don't miss any of this content, amen. What's beautiful is that you can go back and binge watch every Kingdom Concepts episode. We've covered so many great subjects, and we've had a lot of great people that have sat here in the studio um, joining us. And so we'd love for you guys to be able to enjoy that. Amen. And if you've enjoyed it, share it with somebody. Amen. Let them know because our desire is to be able to help people and uh, you'll be helping us to accomplish that vision. Amen. Uh, Well, today we're going to go all the way to the beginning. Mm -hmm. Amen. We're going to be talking, amen, about this gift that God gave to us called free will. That's right. So if you will, grab your Bibles. We're going to go, amen, uh, to the book of Genesis chapter 1, and we see right here when God's creating the heavens and the earth, uh, and he steps his place to where he wants to create something different, amen? He wants something more like himself. So if you will, Genesis chapter 1, you want to read this? Yes. And we're going to read verse uh, 26 through verse 29. 26 and verse 29. It says this, it says, And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them, and God said, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish and of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and every living thing that moveth upon the earth. I love this passage because every time I remember that, I remember when there's a bug, when there's a spider. A frog. A frog. Oh, no. frog. <laughs> that one took me a while. Or a snake. I just have to remember, I have dominion over them, you know? You have dominion. And then verse 29 says this, And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb-bearing seed. I don't know a youth pastor that has not I heard know, I know, right? a teenager quote this scripture when it comes to them wanting to be able to smoke I know. <laughs> he says, I have given to you every herb-bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth and every tree in which is the fruit of a tree, yielding seed. To you it shall be for me. Mm-hmm. So right here, we see God's making everything, but when he makes man, he says, you know what? Hold on. He goes, Instead of uh, creating something, he goes, let's make a copy. Mm-hmm. Amen. He says, let's make a copy of who we are. And when it says right here uh, in verse 26, and God said, let us, the word us there is the Hebrew word Elohim, mm-hmm. which is the plural form of God. This was God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit saying, let's make someone like us. Mm-hmm. Someone that, that, that looks like us, someone that's made out of literally our stuff. Mm-hmm. And the moment God creates them, it's like God gives them this free will because nobody tells God what to choose. Nobody tells God what to decide. That, that's free will. Mm-hmm. And God gives us this power, amen, to choose. And there are two gifts that you read about, amen, that God gives Adam and Eve right from the very beginning. The first gift 
that he gives to them is he gives them dominion. You know, it says in verse 26, and he says, you know, he goes and let them have dominion, you know, over, you know, everything mm -hmm. on the earth. You know, mm -hmm. he says dominion. So dominion is a very, very powerful thing. Amen. And the second gift that God gives them is he gives them uh, in verse 29, the power to sow seed. Mm. He says, man, I'm giving you authority. I'm giving you dominion and I'm giving you the power to sow seed to where based on how you exercise your dominion and based on the seeds or the decisions or the choices that you make, those two things will determine, you know, what your life is going to become and what your life's going to produce. Those two things in the very, very beginning, dominion and seed, man, you can unpack that for your whole life. I oh. mean, you could just like, dominion. if you know who you are in Christ, if you know the authority in who you are, you know the authority you have in Christ, you have in Christ and then you know you have dominion, and then you have seed. Mm -hmm. Boy, you can conquer anything. You Anything and everything that the enemy will try to come up against you, you know you have authority, you know you have a dominion, and you know you have seed. Because sometimes seed is what you need to get you out of a situation. Yeah. And, and if you know that, if you know who you are in Christ, you're, you'll get, oh man. That. Yeah, you can make some things happen. And this is the thing is that when it comes to dominion, it literally means for you to take charge. Mm -hmm. How? By sowing seed, mm -hmm. by what you sow. And this has always been God's design. Um, you know, if you will, amen, write this down. Genesis chapter 8, verse 22. Amen, we, we, we see this. Hold your place there, though, in Genesis chapter 1. But go to Genesis chapter 8, verse 22. And if you would read that, Eliana, because I want people to see that this is something that God, God hasn't changed. Mm -mm. He hasn't changed. He's not going to alter us That's as right. a creation. Uh, God's holding to his original plan, but Genesis 8.22 just drives home what I just shared. While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, and, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. And it's still yeah. the same way it is. They're still putting headlights on your cars because it's still night and day. Uh, we realize that summer's coming, winter is over, spring is I gone. Uh, so there's still seed, time, and That's harvest. Right. These things, he said, shall remain. And again, based on how you sow these seeds, the, the, you know, how you exercise authority and how you exercise the seeds that you mm -hmm. sow will determine your outcome in life. Amen. If you're taking notes, write this down. Your life is a collection, I mean, it's a harvest off the seeds that you sowed That's right. yesterday. That's right. You are right now, and your life is in the condition it is right now based on what was sown yesterday, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? And what I love about the Lord is that, I mean, when God created us, I mean, God does everything with purpose. He doesn't just say, oh, man, let's just, uh, let's just make whatever. God created man with a purpose, and God's purpose still hasn't changed. Now, sin, disobedience, mm -hmm. it messed up what God's original design was, mm -hmm. but God sent Jesus to bring everything back to original mm -hmm. order. And so for the sake of really understanding why free will and why is it so important that we understand uh, seed time and harvest, because we serve a God of increase. That's right. God always has increase on his mind. And so I want to break this down where he says right here to them, you know, uh, he, he tells them to uh, be fruitful. Look at this. He tells them, be fruitful and multiply. Let me, let me get back over here, hon. I think I might, might be getting ahead of myself here a little bit. Um, 
He says right here in verse 27, so God created man in his own image, and the image of God created him. So we see right here, you know, uh, we didn't come from monkeys. We didn't come from, you know, some snot in the ocean, you know, an amoeba. You know, God said, let us make man in our image. So it says that God created them, male and female, in his image. Verse 28, and God blessed, which means to empower, to prosper. Amen. That's what it means to be blessed. To be cursed means power to, to fail. Power to fail. Uh -huh. So he says right here, he says, be fruitful. The, this word fruitful means be productive. Mm -hmm. It means to uh, be creative. That's what the word fruitful, be productive, be creative. He says, and multiply. The word multiply, literally what he's saying is make babies. Mm -hmm. Give me more God houses. Amen. Because yes. we were created yes. to have the spirit of God inside of us. And he's saying make more God houses. Now, some people have taken this and made a religion out of it. Yes. To where, you know, they think they're going to re their own planets and stuff like that. God doesn't mind us, you know, having children, but he, uh, we were created to produce, amen, more of what God began with Adam and Eve. Mm -hmm. Be fruitful and multiply. And I'll just say this because this is such a hot topic right now, especially in our political climate. Um, when it comes to uh, gender right now, uh, when it comes to uh, homosexuality, and even when it comes to abortion, which is a very hot topic right now in the world. It should be in any time. Yeah. It shouldn't be just right now. Yeah, what I'm saying is that, you know, because things are being challenged to be put back to the way God intended, that's why there's a lot of upheaval, upheaval right now. And this is the thing is that any attack on uh, gender is an attack against the image of God. It is. That's why that's why Satan introduced homosexuality was it's an attack on the identity. We are created in his image and he's trying to change that. And this is the thing is that, you know, uh, when it comes to homosexuality, um, you know, a man and a man cannot produce a child. Mm -mm. I don't care how many uh, emojis they make, you know, a man <laughs> cannot have a baby. Uh, you know, you have a hard time, people have a hard time not even defining what a woman is mm -hmm. because they've twisted things so much. But basically, a man and a man can't produce, neither can a woman and a woman produce. They cannot fulfill what God told Adam and That's Eve, right. which is be fruitful and multiply. Only, only a man and a woman can multiply. Mm -hmm. And so he was saying, make me more God houses. You know, again, you know, that's what multiply means, you know. And then he goes on to say right here, he says, and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowls of the air, over every living thing that moves upon the earth. And so to fill the earth, you know, basically what he was saying was make the earth look like heaven. That's right. That's what he was saying. Make the earth look like heaven. And to subdue means exercise your authority. Mm -hmm. Amen. Take this authority, this dominion I'm giving you, and take the power to sow seeds and produce, amen, results that cause things to look the way we wanted them mm -hmm. to look. Mm -hmm. You know, for heaven to be like earth. So this right here is one of the purest forms of, you know, free will is God putting man in this position. You know, I mean, think about uh, free will. I mean, you know, I always every time that I'm going to throw this question at you. Yeah. Every single time that um, we come against not, not come against, but when talk to somebody about, you know, uh, being saved and, you know, following and being obedient to the Lord and stuff. Or, and they're struggling with it. They always come back to and ask, well, why didn't God just make us? 
be obedient? Why didn't he just make us? Why did, why was Satan there? Why, 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 why? It's, it's a, you know, why was Satan ever there to tempt us? If we were supposed to just live in the garden, why did that happen? Why is it there, uh, um, you know, a, a devil coming against us to change our will, you know, and, and I love what you always tell people about, you know, God couldn't just make us and make us obedient. But So go ahead and just share. Well, because God wanted us to have the power to choose. Mm -hmm. And God wants us to love him because we choose to love him, that's not right. because we're forced that's to right. love him. And, and that's the difference. And even with the fall, you know, of, of mankind into sin, you know, God never took away that gift of free will. You know, God never said, okay, because they fell into sin, I'm going to make them do what's right. Mm -hmm. No, we still have the ability to make choices. We still have the ability to decide what we want to do, what choices we want to take. Even Satan can't take that gift. Mm -hmm. You know, he, right. he can't even make you do anything. People can blame the devil all day long, but the devil cannot make you do anything. Mm -hmm. You know, we are a free will being. We have the power to choose. And free will, you know, in the Webster's Dictionary, basically free will means freedom to make choices and decisions voluntarily. Mm -hmm. It's like you're not being forced to do it. Nobody can make you do it. You voluntarily have the freedom, amen, to make choices and to make decisions. Now, this right here is the challenge when it comes to free will. Mm -hmm. This is the thing that we don't have control over, and that is this. You know, we may be free to choose yes. uh, what we want to do, but we are not free to choose the consequences. That's right. That's right. You can choose to be disobedient and do this in this area, but you cannot choose how that's going to come back at, back at you. You know, you know, people say an eye for an eye or, you know, you slap one face, you know, turn around the other. No, it's not. Sometimes you, 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 you it's not an eye for an eye. Sometimes it, it's an eye for a limb and a leg, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's, not, it's not the same thing. Yeah. You don't get to choose. And because seeds are seeds, seeds don't just produce, you, you plant one, what we were talking about this this morning about mustard seeds, you plant one mustard seed, you're not going to get one mustard seed back. You're going to get a, a tree with mm -hmm. with you know leaves and mustard seeds and those must you, you get a bunch back you know so one act of disobedience it can be just a ripple effect into so many other things yeah. you know I, I'm not discounting grace and mercy but we're talking about a, a free will choice to make a decision that you know is going against the what the Lord wants for you and your decisions, your choices, you don't get to choose how it comes back on you. No, the consequences are, are going to vary, you know. Now, and God says this. He, he says that, you know, he will not be mocked. Mm -mm. God says you will reap what you sow. And That's then the right. Bible also tells us that seed produces after its kind. Mm -hmm. You can't sow apple seeds and expect orange oranges That's to right. grow. You can't, you know, sow one thing, you know, be mean to people and expect to reap love and kindness yes, from mm -hmm. others, you know. Um, it's like, it's so important for us to get a revelation of this, mm -hmm. uh, of this power that we possess That's when right. it comes to... Our free will, yeah. Oh, and the power to choose. You know, I just sitting here thinking about um, your dad and not, because we were talking about him this morning, mm -hmm. about how we know, you know, that, that the Lord saved him and everything. And I was just thinking about your dad. Your dad had five kids, and all five of those kids... Uh, went through alcoholism, 
a drug addiction, alcoholism, every single last one of you did that. And, and because of his choice to be an alcoholic and do all that, it caused yeah. all five of you to go down that road. And then, you know, you turn 22 and you decide you're going to change the course of our lives. Mm -hmm. And you chose to change and to change your will and to say, Lord, I'm, I'm giving you free reign of my life. And you, you submitted your will and your choices up underneath the Lord. And our three kids are grown, never touched drugs, never touched alcohol. Just that the, the difference in one man choosing to do whatever he wants and his five kids doing that and you turning around and choosing a whole different path and, and how it, had, it changed our kids' life and future and destiny, you know? Yeah, well, well, you know, the Bible says that the sins of the father, you yes. know, choices, decisions, yes. yeah. seeds, you know, they fall on the third to fourth generation, yeah. uh -huh. you know, and you have what people call generational curses yes. to where uh, it's things that you see that show up in a family. Mm -hmm. now, when you're born again, that curse has been broken off your life. Mm -hmm. you're, you're not still needing to get free from generational curses because Satan can't curse what God has blessed. Mm -hmm. And when a person makes a decision, I am going to serve the Lord like what Joshua did you know um over in joshua 24 you know verse 15 mm -hmm. you know he says you choose this day mm -hmm. this day mm -hmm. whom you're going to serve right. you know he says you know as for me and my family we're going to serve the lord and so it's a choice and when you make a choice towards good it's like this i think this is why some people when it comes to their decisions uh the bible says because uh sin is fun for a season mm. You know, it's in people to keep doing wrong because they don't, the price for it isn't always paid immediately because yeah. you have seed, time, and harvest. Mm -hmm. But what we're watching nowadays. It's that team, that seed, it's that, like seed, and then you have time, and then you have harvest. Yeah. And what we're watching is you got seed, and then boom, harvest. and then harvest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you're seeing people that they're doing one thing, and then they're reaping good you know, off of a good seed or they're reaping bad off of a bad seed. But I think that when a person comes to a place where they surrender, this is the thing is you surrender that free will to God to where now you're saying, when you get saved, you're saying, Lord, live through me. Lord, uh, my life, uh, you know, I, I present it as a living sacrifice. Right. I mean, go to um, Romans chapter 12 real quick. Mm -hmm. Romans chapter 12. I'm going to just... Uh, Take this a little bit further. Okay. Because we're talking about free will, and, and it's so important, you know, to, to be able to really uh, understand this. Mm -hmm. Because what's the difference between when someone's a sinner and has free will, and w what changes when they become a Christian? Mm -hmm. Well, again, you still have authority, and you still have uh, seed. You can still do mm -hmm. use mm -hmm. both, but... When you get born again, you bring yourself under God's authority. Uh -huh. You know, mm -hmm. you're putting yourself in a position to where it's no longer about you, it's about the king. But right here just sums this up, the Apostle Paul. In Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, you're going to want to write this down because this right here really defines uh, the attitude, amen, uh, that you have when it comes to uh, the choices that you make because it has everything to do with your mind. I mean, it has everything to do with uh, your your choices. I know I have it here. I just oh. want it both. Sorry, okay. I'm ready. Oh, no, you're ready. No. Uh, Romans chapter twelve, verse one and two. I'm sorry, right I thought here. you were looking over here for Romans. I know. I it, I have to put my glasses on for this one, so I just go here. <laughs> um, one and two is right. I'm yeah. Ready. Uh, amplified or Christian? Uh, Either one. You read okay. both. I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, and beg of you, in view of all the mercies of God, to take make a decision. 
a decisive dedication of your bodies, presenting all your members and faculties as a living sacrifice, wholly devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, this age, fashioned, altered, and adapted to its external superficial customs, but be transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind, but by its new ideals and its new attitude, so that you may prove for yourselves that what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you. So we see right here that when you get born again, what you're doing is you're coming back to the way God's original order. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When God created Adam and Eve, they were in harmony with God's will. Mm -hmm. God's will was for them to be fruitful and multiply. God's will was for them to replenish the earth, to, to subdue it. God's will was for them to watch over the Garden of Eden, to protect, uh, you know, and to nurture and care for all the trees that were there. And God's will was for them not to, to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. You know, that was God's will. And they were in harmony mm -hmm. with that. They, they, they made a decision at the very beginning to honor the Lord, mm -hmm. amen, by honoring his command. Right. Well, when they chose to go against God's commands, you know, they reaped the, the, the harvest off of that seed or that choice or that decision of disobedience, which was sin. Sin came upon all mankind, the curse. Mm -hmm. Now they went from being blessed to being cursed, went from the ability to have children without pain, because God said, be fruitful and multiply. He never intended for women to have pain, child, you know, pains in childbirth. Mm -hmm. That was not God's design. God's design was for them to have sons and daughters but for there to be an absence of pain, for that whole experience to be a joyful thing, not just the delivery of the child, but the whole experience mm -hmm. of, of giving birth. And so when they sinned, God said, there's going to be pain involved. And the ground would produce on its own. God says, now you're going to have to work hard, Adam, by the sweat of your brow, by the pain in your back, you know, by mm -hmm. the toil, you know, that, that you're going to work that ground and it's still going to produce, you know, thorns and thistles. So, their decision altered what God intended. And their decision altered things so bad to where God had to remove them from the garden. Mm -hmm. When we get right with the Lord and we accept Jesus Christ, we receive forgiveness for the sins that we've committed and, and, and the being born into that sin. Right here, amen, he says that, you know, when you come to that place where you've made Jesus the Lord of your life, he says right here that you're surrendering Mm -hmm. In presenting all of your faculties, your body, as well as what you do with your body, mm -hmm. your mind, and what you do with the choices that come out of your mind. You know, he says, by the renewal of your mind, by its new ideals and its new attitude. He says, and when you do this, you're able to prove for yourselves what's good and acceptable, acceptable. what the perfect will of God is. It's like this because now your will is surrendered to the word of God. Amen. Your will is surrendered to the will of God to where it's no longer you living for you. You're living your life for him. And when you come into that harmony, oh, free will is where it needs to be when free will is surrendered to the Lord. To where just like Jesus when he was in the garden, not my will, thy will be done. Amen. He showed us that you have to come to that place where you're willing to, to give that free will back to the Lord. Amen. And and. You do it by being a living sacrifice. Oh, amen. That's really good. You know, we have a few minutes left before we we close, and we're going to be continuing to, to oh, talk yeah. about this in the next few episodes. So please make sure 
that you watch. And you know, if right now that you're you're watching this and you're realizing, oh my gosh, I'm out of the will of God. Mm. You know, I'm out of the will of God. I, I didn't follow his path. Can I tell you that God's plan and his redemption story for you is for you to always get back to where you're supposed mm -hmm. to be? So let me pray for you right now. Maybe uh, you're, you're, like I said, you've caught yourself and you just walked out of the will of God. Just stop what you're doing right now. I don't care where you're at. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you're wearing iPods at work or whatever. Just stop for a second or your <laughs> plug <laughs> thing, whatever. You know what, I, you know what, you're, what I'm talking about. Just stop right now for a second and pray and ask God to forgive you for your choices. Ask him to, to make those paths that you've made crooked to make it right. And he will do that for you. Amen. You know, let me just pray right now. Father, I pray right now for those that are watching right now, Lord. And I ask right now that you would show them how to get back on the right path for their life. Father, they, they're asking you to forgive them. They're asking you to help them, Lord. And Lord, we just pray right now with them, Lord, that they have the strength and that they have the ability and Lord, that they have the, the will to get right. To where they need to be father we praise you lord and we thank you in jesus mighty name amen amen we love you and we'll see you next week